Hey, hey, and happy holidays from the Three Old Geeks, and welcome to the latest issue. I am joined once again by my very own gang of misfit toys. First of all, the Keeper of the Inner Sanctum, the Numbers Guy, always the Ruinator. Well, sometimes the Ruinator, always the Contrarian. Keith of his comics, Keith, how are you? I'm feeling broken and unloved. Are you an elephant with polka dots? Of course you can see I'm wearing that. <laughs> And in some circles, he is known as Charlie in the Box. I just want to be a dentist. <laughs> the Clown Prince of Collecting, the man who's always wrong with holes in several of his collections. The Clown Prince of Collecting, the Dirty Old Geek, Brian, he's one. Brian, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I forgot the fucking line. I had a line from one of the, I can do this good, every week. Good, I'm good, I'm good. I, I do this line. every week. I write them. Brian, you have three notepads in front of you. Write I them know. down. I, that's, but I don't Do you have, have a fucking line notepad? I don't. That's my fucking line I notepad. I gotta, I gotta write it you down. Got, you got, you I got pick your up lines from pen. these movies, and then I'm like, oh, that would be a great one when Lance says, how you doing? I can, oh, fuck you, <laughs> Waterhead. And, and <laughs> what were you watching? <laughs> All right. Well... <laughs> Appropriately enough, my ending line is good for Brian. Um, because, of course, I am the world's oldest kid sidekick, long-suffering. I am the words guy. My name is Lance. And, Brian, uh, why don't we take a little pause to allow you to get your asshole out of your asshole. <laughs> and welcome to the holiday issue! Brian, uh, even though I have never heard of a cowboy that rides an ostrich... Going with the misfit toy. Yeah, just... Oh! <laughs> Do you have any other other news other than that? Oh! Um. Yeah. Uh. The only thing that really uh, this week was um, Sony secured the rights to the X Men for video games till twenty thirty five. Okay. They wow. have nailed that down. Yeah. Um. I think it's Jonathan Majors thing too. Oh yeah, we had the Jonathan Majors thing that he uh, he was found guilty. Yeah, uh, you know what? He's I... been fired, fired, He's fired. Been fired. Yeah, he literally, they gone. literally fired him five minutes after that verdict came yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's was... you're found guilty and fired. Yeah, that's what the headlines were. <laughs> headlines were uh, Jonathan Majors found guilty and fired from. I've heard they've already got a replacement for him or whatever. You know what? Everybody's like, let Kane go. Yeah, you, do it. you did he, it. He hasn't you, been good. He hasn't done anything. Uh, uh, Jonathan Majors has been good in the role. Yeah, but let the multiverse go. But it, 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 just, it ended with it ended beautifully with Loki. Just let it go. Um, just let it go, because uh, you've got it now. Loki is the new king. I know, I know. Uh, and they, everybody's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck anymore. Where's the X Men? You shut up, Marvel gave us the X-Men. That's what I hear. Fantastic Four, X-Men. Fantastic Four, not so much. They're, the, the Fantastic Four have been screwed up so many times. I know. That people are now just, I, I don't even know that they're excited for it. I will wait for streaming. I actually liked the last one. Yeah. Like the last I Fantastic did. Four movie? Yes. What the f- you, The last couple of weeks you have just, you can find, you can find a, the goodness in anything, dude. I, I, I just. You are. A, there is none. You can't find anything in that movie that's good. Yeah, I liked it. What'd you like about it? Uh. 
I liked. Uh, I liked. It was more the Ultimate Fantastic Four than the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So I thought that they took a diff- little different turn on it. I did like the kid who played Reed Richards. I did like that, and I would like it more than uh, Pablo Pascal. I like him as an actor, but Reed Richards running away to hide him. Okay. But you know what? He's. Yeah. Okay. That's what Reed Richards would do. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in real life. In the Ultimate world, I real don't, life. I don't want real life in my comic yeah, book yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ultimate, I, I thought that that was good. And yeah, I thought that that was. Uh, uh, Kate Mara as uh, Susan Storm. You got the hot chick who would really never even look at Reed Richards, but she did. Especially since she's like way younger than her at that point. So it's like. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, it's like banging your. T- no, I'm not going to go there. Don't, don't. <laughs> oh my God. Boy, that always popped out of my mouth. That would have been a cut that, cut that. Uh, yeah, I, and I like the thing. I liked how they did the thing where he's just hiding in his room and he doesn't want to come out and he's big and he's massive and he's... He looked like one of the men from Mars or he Mercury. Looked like, he looked like he should be fighting Thor. He looked more closer, I liked closer him. to those guys. Than I liked him. I hated, hated, hated Dr. Doom. Uh, Dude, hated. Dr. Hated, 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 hated. Dr. Doom has been bad since... Well, Corman's the only one that did a yeah. semi-decent Doctor Doom. Yeah, hated it, hated it, hated it. But uh, so okay. Yeah, I want to see the X Men. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Death took a holiday. We really uh, didn't have anybody from uh, our little corner of the universe who passed away. Uh, there certainly were a number of people who did. Uh, he didn't take a complete holiday, but he left us whole. You'll Thus far. You'll always be a hole. <laughs> Thus far. Just so I don't leave this on a downer. Uh, no death is a downer? <laughs> it, it, it was no no death of anybody who meant something to us, and then he says, but hundreds of people died. You know what? The version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> by Speed Metal Aficionado's August Burns Red... One of the top Christmas songs of all time, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but talk amongst yourselves. All right, so at the time, we did not have a series out there that was catching our attention, and uh, we decided to watch a throwback, and now I'm starting to question it a little bit. And that is Hammer House of Horror, and we just watched episode six entitled Charlie Boy. Charlie Boy. Charlie Boy. Uh, and uh, the Wikipedia synopsis here is an ancient African idol possessed by the spirit of an evil sorcerer seems to take on a life of its own. Wow, I think that's trilogy of terror. Uh, that's trilogy of terror, and that and and they compare this one to trilogy of terror and say, "Wow, trilogy of terror with the African fetish was really awesome. This one totally sucked." I agree with him. Don't try to think your way through it. Don't try to be me. No, if you look at it from yeah. this. No, bullshit. It's horrible. <laughs> I did think it was going to be a riff on Trilogy of Terror. I had expected that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so, the, the, so, the gist so. is that that, that this uh, older gentleman passes away. He leaves his his art collection to his, I think it was his nephew or something like that. And uh, his nephew's girlfriend decides that there's this creepy African fetish doll. And she did have a great line like, uh, Oh, fetish, I thought that had something to do with a suspender belt and high heels or something. I thought that was funny. Um, uh, but they, yes, they, they take this thing back to their apartment. 
On the way back to their apartment, they have a road rage incident with a guy from a British gangster movie. Or a Bond henchman or something, because he's yeah, got a he big dueling sick. scar on the side of his face. And I thought I thought the hook was going to be, oh, this guy's like the the evil, you know, chieftain or something yeah, like that, who some wants the fetish backer. Or yeah. And as, as it turns out, no, it's just a bad road rage incident. And, uh, it goes and on too long. It did go on oh, too that long. Was a, that was a slog. And, uh, yeah, they get back to the apartment, and uh, Graham wishes ill upon this guy, and he walks into a building, and two gangsters uh, knife him to death. Well, he did the whole gangster thing. Yeah. You dirty rat, yeah. you killed my brother. Uh, and, and, yeah, then they do gangsters get him. Yeah, he stabs the thing and the gangsters, yeah. And the gangsters get him. And it turns out he's a bad man anyway. He was so, a bad man. Thank God he died. Uh, did not have one line in it. I would have... He did not. I was, I, it was weird. Yeah. It was just like the, the director owed it his brother-in-law some money yeah. or something. I'll hear you. We'll let you be in this or whatever. I don't, it was weird. No saying no for you. Yeah, no, no one had ever let me in a TV show because of the scar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, um, yes, so uh, he messes with the, the voodoo fetish. He looks at a picture and stabs it, and all the people in the picture start dying. Well, he sticks it in the fetish, and he can't yeah, get it yeah, out. Yeah. Well, yes, cut it out. Because the only way that you can undo the curse is if you pull it out and break the, 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 the knife or whatever. He's drinking, and he's mad at his former partner who, who finally got money. money. Yeah. yeah, he finally got money, and then he's like, no, I want something solid, chap. Need something solid. Although one of the more interesting kills is the one guy's a, a director, and he's doing the William Tell thing, and they they <laughs> guy puts on the crossbow next to like the burning candle, and eventually what did he do to the guy. He didn't. He's the one turned well, him down. You know what? Nobody nobody did anything to William. the guy in the picture except for the one guy, yeah. but because he was looking at the picture and it had all five of them in there. Oh, okay. They died in that order. I noticed. So yeah, and then the the the, the housekeeper slit her own wrists, and then the, that she was, was in, she was in love with the the, the his the guy's brother. Yeah. Died. So that was. That and, was then, uh, yeah, and then yeah, so then weird they, they slit the wrists of the, the you see the knife going over the wrists of the the fetish doll. I'm like, what the fuck's that? I know. And then they and leak. The, the, the yeah the, the comes out or something. Yeah. And then uh, the guy figures out that blood? people are, are dying because of their involvement with the photo. He figures out him and his partner are the last two left, and he's got to find it, and somebody has stolen... Everything in their house. Everything yeah. in their house, which I've just... I've heard of it done before, but I just... That's one of those ones that's kind of on. hard to we do. We know the killer pimp in risky business. Took everything! That's true. That is true. See? It's possible. And there was an, actually an episode of Adam-12 where... The, a guy got a, his entire house cleaned out while he was in on I challenge someone to do it to my house. You ain't gonna have enough time, enough vehicles. You're gonna be like, what? You're gonna save me. You're gonna save me the junk man money. If yeah. you come and do that to my place. I, I, I can't wait for them to pull out the tube TV. <laughs> do, do, do. Who buys this Harley Quinn shit? Who yeah. buys this? I'm not taking it. <laughs> we're, we're no, okay, we can't all. take this. We'll never be able to sell it to anybody. Yeah, exactly. Nobody cares this much about Harley Quinn. Except maybe this guy. Yeah, put ransom on it. We're gonna break all your Harley Quinn shit. You want it, baby? Oh, you just, dude, you just wrote the script of my heist movie. Oh. Anywho, yeah, this was not a good one. And then it oh. turns out that the dealer guy who they, his friend, <coughs> actually ran him out. I, it, yeah. it sounded like the the German 
ratted him out to a guy who was a mobster or something, and he's the guy who stole everything in their he, house. He I, lost I, a fetish that looked a lot like this one. And... Yeah, I thought for sure that that him and his uh, his lover were crashing each other. I, that's where I thought they were going. Same intersection. That, that I thought they were. That's where they were going. Like is, the, is, and she died just before he did, and. It, Fulfill the whole thing exactly, and and, and, and there was instead of something driving, yeah. instead of something clever like that, they show the woman like they're pulling her car out of a, a ditch. I like that she's out through the window and I like as he drives by. I think that because I, think, I expected that I expected them to hit each other. Uh, well, did, you or, ex- did you expect him or, to trip on the axe and fall into the fetish doll with the little blade no, stabbing him? What I couldn't figure out. And I took it as, as all those little things that were sticking, all those little yeah, nails. Know, that's what, yeah, yeah. It's, it's start your own house. Why would you fire? start your own house on fire in that's the That's what I couldn't space. figure out. I was like, why don't you take that shit outside? Yeah. Because why are you why doing it in your basement? Why don't you put the doll at the bottom of the fire and light the fire, too? <laughs> or at least put the doll it's on wooden, the fire. Yeah, yeah. it's wooden. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to put it on here. Well, he's breaking up all the pallets with a hatchet. Yeah, in my basement. In my basement. I was like, what? are you an idiot? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Well, there's that, uh, but yeah, I did like that they killed her the way they killed her because you didn't kind of you expected him to hit, or I expected them to pass, and then as he was like, "What?" Uh, that she would ver- swerve off, and he would swerve off, and then they would die apart, or he would crawl. So down instead the road. of something clever, like said, they gave us this. I thought they both outside end outside the window, almost reaching for each other, and yeah, they don't probably didn't have the. They could only they sh- break one windshield. We can only do one. It was, it was not a surprise. Like they, they made it a surprise. Like, oh, this is going to shock you. Yeah, yeah. Because she's coming out of the water, and oh my god, whose car is it? Well, you it? see, he has a big chicken on yeah, the, the side. <laughs> chicken, don't, whatever. Don't, do, do, do people do that in England? I don't know. I've never seen that ever in uh, anything. And you'll never see it again. Okay. Uh, but I thought her laying on the hood—that was just. That was pretty gruesome. That actually. was gruesome. Was Hailed by the blast. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking nasty. There's blood all it's over still the place. That bright, bright fluorescent red hammer blood. blood. Yeah. Hammer blood, dude. Hammer blood. Hammer blood. I know. Oh, we got quiet. That's the quiet. Is everything okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm afraid about to run. Um. When so he yeah. Starts the shifting. Hammer blood. The uh, the hammer blood is always good. Yeah, uh, that's what the blood that they used in the, the same blood they used in the sixties, yeah. like in all the horror movies or whatever. It just uh, it looks worse. It looks worse because the the film was better. It's out of the same vat. Yeah. <laughs> so Somebody just we need, sold we it. need one more quarter of blood. Let's go. What's their big uh, grocery store out there? They just sell in jugs there. Yep. <laughs> Tesco. It's it, Tesco. Tesco. Tesco is their Tesco. Walmart. <laughs> yes. Well, let's run over to Tesco and get some blood. Give me two gallons. <laughs> it's going to be a busy day. It's going to be a busy day. So This is more entertaining than the movie. Yeah, this was uh, more entertaining than the episode. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> I just couldn't figure out I was why you're doing it in your house. Uh, and then the, the, the worst it would have done has been a little, like, Pricks. Yeah, yeah. Like he would have. Yeah, he would have. He, he was. He was not impaled. He yeah. should have been impaled. Yeah. He didn't go through his heart or, you know, yeah. Lungs yeah. or anything. He was. Um. He died a pussy. Yeah. He was kind of whispery thin and all. Yeah. But I. I don't know. No. He was. Uh, it, it was just bad. It, it was not a great episode. And there was no reveal at the end. The fireman <laughs> coming and pulling the thing out and 
I kept on waiting for that. Some sort of. Ending. I was waiting for. I was actually like, when, when they didn't crash, I was waiting for the. Okay, then we're gonna get the Zulu fetish from yeah. Trilogy of Terror, and he's gonna kill the guy before he burns him or something like that. And it, it wasn't even that. Well, that's because they didn't want to spend money on the voodoo fetish. Animating. And it would have been funny if they would have just done a live action like a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> little Doctor Who villain type of thing. Oh, God. Yeah. My favorite Doctor Who episode. Tom Baker had a uh, the towns of Wang Shang too. Had a guy had a, no had a, a, a homunculus who was played by a little person. Huh. Well, that would have been funny. That would if they would have just showed that the little dwarfy guy coming out. And I do have to, I do have to comment just on the overall like look of the show that I just every time I keep expecting like Palin or. Or Eric Idle or Cleese to come to just like it's just Benny the, Hill to come running around. Benny Hill to come running around being chased by a bunch of half naked women or just there's something about the 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 cam the film quality of yeah. this era that just brings all that back to mind and stuff. That like is that. what we what we mostly see. Um, and I'm I'm uh, I'm thankful they don't do the film outdoors videotape indoors yeah. thing because that always that's throws jarring. Me. Yeah. yeah, that throws me. Uh, but they do period pieces much better, and I, I'm hoping for... Like I said, we're half done. Well, okay, let's see. We're, on, we're This is six, six. right? Mm-hmm. 13, you get seven So I up. think it was kind of a... We're kind of three for three on this one I th- so far? Yeah, Pretty it's much. Yeah, starting nosediving We're right starting now. to go down a little bit. The yeah. last one was kind of kind of good, but... You know what? We we liked the lolly. We liked uh, the first one. Yeah, the first one I was kind of... The first one was great. The second one was pretty good. The lolly one I was kind of split on... Yeah. All right, we'll I'll just have to see where this goes. Yeah. All right, this was uh, Hammer House of Horror. Uh, you can skip this one if you want to, but uh, if you're completist, check it out. Let us know what you think. For Friday night Kung Fu Theater. It doesn't have the same ring. It doesn't. But nonetheless. Neither does this movie. Maybe we'll get some goofy Brian on this one here. We watched 2005's Seven Swords, directed by Hong Kong legend Sui Hark, written by Sui Hark, Chung Chi Sing, -sing and Chun. Tin Nam, and it's based on a um, series of stories that was published in kind of like the Chinese equivalent of the Saturday Evening Post or whatever. Oh. And stars uh, Donnie Yen, Leon Lai, Charlie Young, Sun Hong Lee, uh, Lu, Lu Yi, and Kim Su Yun. And this is the story of uh, during feudal uh, China's history... The emperor put a ban, and, and this is one of the reasons that the Shaolin Temple got burned, is they, the, the uh, Chinese emperor put a ban on all martial arts practitioners. So there is a warlord, elegantly named... Firewind. Firewind, who has like a, a army of bounty hunters like that goes and collects the bounties placed on martial arts practitioners. And then the uh, opening scene is a, the slaughter of a village... And they hang a bunch of people, and there's these death uh, notices that they hang around, these tags that they hang around their necks, yep. and one guy goes and steals them. He takes them to Marshall Village, and you find out that he is a former torturer for the previous emperor, and he's trying to make amends. And he goes to the 
he's like a, a sword forger. Uh, he goes to the Mount Heaven to seek help from Master Shadow Glow, a reclusive swordsman and sword forger. And he sends his four students, along with all of their magic swords, or specialty swords, I should say magic swords, uh, so they can protect the people. And it's it's basically a Chinese derivative of Seven Samurai and, in turn, Magnificent Seven. So you have these seven guys taking on an army of bounty hunters. And, uh, yeah, it was... um, The version that Keith and I watched on Tubi was two and a half hours long. Brian conveniently found the one on Amazon that was only an hour and a half long. And contained everything that you guys saw. Yeah, sure it did. Because it was a little clip at the end that said, this is just like the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm sure the part that I drifted off on, the, the hour of, of uh, exposition in, and I, I admit, this one beat me. I, I pride <laughs> myself on, I don't he mind subtitles. Out. I don't mind subtitles. I don't mind reading stuff. And this one just, uh, I, yeah, I, I was having a mad on this one. Oh my god! Yes, it just kept on going and going and going. And the thing, okay, and the thing about, and I make this comparison to Seven Samurai and Inter and Magnificent Seven is it. Each one of those guys, those seven guys that was standing off against the the mob, each had like kind of a reason for doing it or a personality <laughs> quirk or the one backgrounds. Every single one of these guys seemed like they were kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Like there might have been a, there was like the throwaway line. Oh, I was raised by wolves. Yeah. No, seriously. I was raised by wolves. Yeah, yeah, and that's about it. One guy's a great acrobat. That's about. All. Yeah, and it, and one of them was get, a woman who had this, the sword. And whatever, yeah. Yeah, and they they had the thing going. Yeah, and each of the swords had a name, but you didn't find out about it until like way late in the movie. Like yeah. like, uh, Donnie Yen had dragon, which was like this this massive like heavy sword that that made a, a, a unique sound. Yeah. Remind me of uh, Detective D and his like little thing that the mace, the mace, yeah, yeah, the. Uh, his uh, the Mesa Truth or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then uh, the more interesting of the two, and they came out at the end was there was uh, Transience, which was the unfinished sword, yeah. which I thought was cool as hell. Like I like I'm right, I'm doing a D and D thing, and that's going to be one of the things. Um, but yeah, I just this there was not a lot of kung fu. Granted, the last fight scene between uh, Donnyen and Firewind. and Firewind. Was pretty unique and pretty amazing. Oh, in that little hallway, in the little alleyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're literally doing the splits and then flipping over each other yeah. and bracing themselves in between and these two walls, and they're the swords, they're swinging the swords and burrowing <laughs> furrows into the brickwork and stuff like that. Really breathtaking, fantastic stuff. Yes, you saw that part. That was in yours. Did they have uh, that? I watched the, uh, did they cut that? Did they cut that out for the, the sake of uh, alleyway? <laughs> what swords? Saying swords? <laughs> what is this you speak of? Swords? <laughs> Mine had dragons. Um, no, I watched the two and a half hour one. Ah, uh, you did? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you said that. Well, no. When I sent it out and said, "Is this what? Is this it?" Because I watched the beginning of it, and I was like, this has nothing to fucking do with what we were talking about. And then I was like, it's an hour and a half. That's not right. Well, I found out that this was such a popular story in China that they this was originally planned to be like six, yes. six movies. Five movies, television show, 40 comic books. Uh, and a part... Oh, sorry. An online player game and something else. And it, the TV series got made, and it lasted for one season. 
And uh, they ended up making three movies out of this story with a completely different cast or whatever. <laughs> like, this was like the big uh, Hong Kong version of it, and then they kind of made an independent version of it or whatever, because those are available on Tubi. But yeah, this was the one with the big names and Donnie Yen and all this stuff. But yeah, this one, oh, man, this was a struggle. This really was. <clears throat> you know what? It was not for me. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Shot beautifully. Cinematography was yeah. great. Uh, uh, costumes scenery, were great. Yeah, yeah all the, the, again, we talk about how many guys they got got to act in this. Just, tons of... Cast of thousands. Yeah. I loved the, uh, all of Firewind's... Goons. Goons yeah, all had, hot, like, a different, like, you know, like, one guy had... weird chick. Yeah. The, the, as Brian put it, does this thing start off with a punk chick killing a bunch of people in a village? I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she was uh, interesting. And then all, of, all the other goons, they all had great names like, uh, let's see here... Uh, Thunderhips or something. Yeah, it was like... We had, so we had Bald Lion, we had Dagger Peak, we had Hair Wolf, we had Stone Beast, Mud Trot. Pig's Testies. Pig's Testies. No, that's not one of them. Black Spirit. Uh, and a cast of thousands. Uh, and they all had like, a things. different weapon. Like when uh, when Donnie Yen pulled his sword out and they, and they showed just uh, the reflection, the glint of light that hit him and the chick looked up and she was like, huh? I was like, right there with you, sister. I don't even care. I'm right there with you. Yeah, there was that which, uh, and so they, uh, the the warlord has this girl that he green pearl, green pearl that he has, uh, kind of he's obsessed with her. Apparently, reminds him of an old love or something like yeah. that. He dresses her like her, his old lover or whatever. And uh, the yeah, that was <laughs> well, she was eating. He like rubbed pig fat on her yeah. every time that he was gonna have sex. I don't know that they had sex. I don't know, I know that they had on her, He chewed they, on her. He yeah. was biting the skin out of her back. Yeah, yeah, yes, was, while she was eating. Yeah. While she was eating. So Very I think he starved, starved her. Yeah. And then he gives her food, and while he gives her food, he bites her. Yes. He's a, whoever played that general, Dude. Firewind. Dude. Uh, one of the best performances yes. of a yeah. fucking mad general yeah, yeah. that it, I have ever seen yes, in my life. One hundred percent, the guys won awards in Hong Kong. So engaging. Like that. But the problem I had is they gave him no real background. I mean, little hints at it, but like, didn't have to. Was he supposed to be like the great swordsman? But you can't really tell because he's just a lunatic. Uh, you know what he got there, and and in China, I'm figuring if you get there, you earned it. Yeah. He's, he's in charge of an army, so he's a badass. He's got the badass saber with the nine rings hanging off. Yes. There's, there's some significance to that culturally that I don't know what it is, but those are badass. I've seen those before in the old Shaw Brothers stuff. Yeah, yeah. Really cool sword. Uh, so his watching his performance was an absolute delight. Yeah, he, yeah. he's the guy. Actually, he's the reason, the one reason Like I didn't kind of go, okay, you know what, I'm going to fake this one or whatever. He was awesome. There was uh, Fang, who was the girlfriend of... Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can tell when he's not having a real fugasm. Uh, <laughs> a fugasm. Okay, well. Gungasm? If, if the movie we're talking about next week is the one we're going to do, then I'm going to have a heistgasm. Ah, we're gonna we're doing it. Oh, a couple of just fun facts. Because I got fun facts. Okay, well, fun yeah, facts are always time. good. You I love fun, fun facts. facts in a while. I know, but You've this one I do. Fun. So not too long ago, and I just felt it was interesting because when I watched the scene, I was like, ah. but not too long ago, I was watching a thing where they were talking about gunpowder. And one of the things the guy brought up is gunpowder doesn't work like it does in the movies. You don't light it and it burns really slow. Down. He was like, no, let's do, he did 10 feet of uh, gunpowder off of a thing. 
and he lit the gunpowder. As soon as he lit it, man, it was done. It was yeah. that quick. You were, there was no blowing the at the end. There was none of that shit. It fucking flew. And it was. He goes, yeah, it's that quick. It doesn't in Hollywood. They slow it down like a thousand times to build. But no, in real life, this is what it does. I was rolling, and when they lit the gunpowder, that's all I was. It doesn't move that slow. Oh and it gave them the grip, but it gave them the great where the guy leaps across and cuts the and cuts the line of gunpowder yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Cuts the, the cement. Cuts yeah, the he cuts the ground. entire ground. The earth. <laughs> Collapses. <laughs> Collapses the earth. Um Donnie Yen. So he speaks English, Cantonese, Korean. Mandarin, and casual Korean that he learned during this film. So really? this was the fourth language, but he learned it for this film. Oh, wow. Because he speaks Korean to the girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was one part in it, and I thought it was so fucking funny. They were talking, and the characters that on the screen couldn't understand the language, and they didn't put subtitles down. So we couldn't understand it either. I, that must have been one of the parts that I kind of drifted off. Oh, I thought that that was so fucking clever. And if I would have caught that, I would have thought it was clever. Because the three guys were talking, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. And there's no subtitles. And I'm like, and then the girl comes back and she goes, did you understand them at all? And he was like, no, they're not speaking our language. And I thought, they didn't subtitle it. It was fucking brilliant. They actually, uh, the show Vikings did a really good job of that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and they well, actually, now we know where they got it. Um, and um, the show Warrior, oh, <clears throat> is is even it's great because when uh, Chinese people are talking amongst each other, it's regular English. But when a Chinese guy is talking to a white person, it's it's accented English. Yeah. Oh, and and it's, and then when they're talking, and then and then when they're talking Chinese in front of a a white person, it's Chinese. But it's real. It's the way they do they, that language. That whole language. That the way they ran it is really, really clever. So we were watching John Wick, and I was like, "Does he speak English that well?" Uh, Donnie Yen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because he was raised in Boston. You're kidding me. No, he was raised in Boston. They they sent him to Hong Kong because he had gotten involved with a Chinese gang, a local gang, and he was a badass. Oh, do tell. Yeah, he was a badass. There was a... Uh, there Glad was, you cleaned that up. Uh, well, there was an incident at, I believe it was a Beijing nightclub, with him and his girlfriend, where rival gang members were acting inappropriately towards her. And uh, though they didn't go into great detail, uh, the incident is still spoken of today in that part of Beijing. And it's always brought up in... Um, in instances where people are like, can these guys really fight? Yeah, yeah he yeah, can yeah. really Apparently fight. Apparently he can. Yeah, and he really, Jet Li can really fight. He really does, and he, he did. Uh, but I didn't know he was raised in Boston, so I thought that that was funny. Um, well, no, because, I mean, he I mean, literally, you, he spoke such good English in... John Wick. John Wick, that I was going, was he doing this? Because I know there are certain guys like Javier Bardem... And, and Antonio Banderas, they, like, literally took roles before they really mastered English, and they were speaking phonetically. Yes. Uh, not unlike Selena, who didn't speak Spanish. She sang phonetically. Um, and became the Tejano star of the millennium. Until her death. At the hands of her fan club president. Well, that would make a great movie. Behind the music. That would make a great movie. <laughs> uh, 
know. Why haven't they? I bet it would give some future superstar their big break. I asked for Wacky Brian, and I got Wacky. Yeah, you gave him sugar. It's your fault. (laughs) Um, I I just thought that that was those are the fun facts. He's the master of like fourteen different kinds of. Yeah, and his wife is eighteen years his junior, which still puts her in her forties. So shut up, say, guys! Yeah, Come on, he's almost sixty. He's sixty-one. Right? Sixty-one. So yeah. So there's hope for me yet. But she anyways, was, uh, she was uh, like a Miss Tokyo. Yeah, just humana. make me hate the guy that much more, dude. I know. Hate okay, him. hate him. I, I envy him more. <laughs> hate him. He's also big in envy's uh, probably a better word than okay. Chinese politics. I did not know that. Yes, uh, there is some controversy currently with one of his current movies that I think either Vietnam or another country in Southeast Asia banned the showing of it because he's pro-Chinese politics. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yes, he's actually involved. I can't remember what the, the... title is. Yeah. But, yeah, so kind of, I don't know, the, they tried for... Seven Samurai, they tried for Magnificent Seven. I don't think they accomplished it. I lost, again, I, I don't know if it was just me, I was in a bad spot or something like that. I lost interest about an hour and a half into the movie. There was a, a good 45 minutes, that, probably the most interesting part of the movie where you're saying they're talking Korean to each other. I missed that completely. I, I completely droned out I watched on about an hour and a half and stopped. Watch half an hour here in the morning and then watch the last half hour here in the morning the next day. So I saw it. Over three, over three days, yeah, and had to rent it twice. Yeah, like, and, I, and, and, and this my, is not to say anything about the filmmaking window. or anything like that. It's Sway Hark. He is a he's Hong Kong legend. He's done Doctor D's. He's done. He's the guy who directed Zoo Warriors of the Magic Mountain. He has directed Chinese Ghost Stories movies, which are very. There's three or four of them or whatever. He's a really oh. big, uh, a really big famous director in uh, in Hong Kong. He actually did two of them in the states that didn't do so well. But uh, great cinematography, great costumes, great period piece. Love the weaponry. Yeah. When the Setting kung fu was, was cooking, the kung fu was good. It's just there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of it in yeah, two and a half it was hours. More sword play than kung fu, but yeah. I thought it was interesting. Again, I, I buy into the. Uh, I liked the Chinese myths and the legends that they with the. I thought it was cool that if you get the sword, you become a guy who can like do parkour now. Yeah, and and beat people. Um, the girl in it was a servant from the village because, uh, he was making out with Fang and then he was like humping her leg at one point and that was just weird. And then she was like, I cannot love two men. You were unfaithful. (laughs) Who was it? Who was it? No, you'll kill him. (laughs) Oh no. When he said, I'll kill him. And, And then she's like, don't. You can't beat him. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wind. But she didn't know. She didn't. She didn't have sex with him. They never. All she did was see him. Oh. With the yeah, that was it. No, that was she saw that reflection when the he pulled out singing that the light hit it and she saw him. She fell in love with him and that was it. They didn't even talk. Uh It was which I thought was an interesting uh, little take. Um. Yeah, Han just kept losing through the whole thing. But he had the biggest growth. The fucking part with uh, Joy Locke. That almost brought me to tears. Fucking horse. I guess this was in the part where you guys really didn't watch. Joy Luck. They were shouting Joy Luck to each other like that was like a... 
Okay, then I that's the part that I, that's the part that I tuned out of then. What the hell was it was an old horse. Uh, Han, who had uh, the thunder sword. Okay. He was a horse herder. That's what he did in the village. He broke horses, and so he had all those horses were his horses. One of them was an old horse called Joy Luck. And it was the one that was laying down, and they were and he, they were yeah, petting it. Yeah, that yeah. was Joy Luck. He was the old horse, and so he had to let all the horses go, and they only kept a few of the fast ones. But he was like Joy Luck is is old and obstinate and and stubborn. So uh, he they did it, and then they hid. They had to hide so that Joy Luck couldn't see them, and then he took off. And that's why he was like Joy Luck, Happy Journey, Joy Luck. Adrian! Again, he's making this... If, if I would have known this... It, now I'm going to listen to this review doing the editing. And like, I'm going to go back and watch this because Brian's making this better than it, it than I thought <laughs> it was going to be. Yeah, that was the, the fun... Uh, well, not fun. Joy I was Luck. almost... Yeah, Joy no, Luck! No, fucking uh, Joy Luck. They, they, he runs out and then he comes flying back and you're expecting it because you watch all the horses follow him. And then he comes riding back and he's like, ride, ride, ride like the wind! And the guy jumps out his horse and he starts and they go flying and then through the, 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 the smoke... Joy Luck comes cruising because he was the big old horse and he didn't want to leave him because he was his friend. No, I gotta, I gotta rewatch this now. It's I like, just gotta rewatch the part that I didn't but watch. I didn't, I missed Lassie's story in this whole. <laughs> uh, and then he killed Green Pearl. Uh, Donnie ended. Yep, yeah. that I saw. Yeah, and then he was just gonna have him draw and quarter him. Yeah, that was cool. That, I thought that was really cool. They're gonna have they're gonna draw and quarter him, and and the the other six swords came and, and rescued yeah, him. Yeah, so we're I give up our really swords. Cool. Well, okay. Yeah, up until the last one, yeah, and then and they she started, goes fuck that. I'm yeah, like, fuck and then all of a sudden, and yeah. she had to learn to play it like a flute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fucking awesome. I thought it was awesome. She was the only one who didn't get superpowers when uh, she got her sword because she was supposed to be the the, the one she personality. Was a woman. Who, well, and you they they, it. they gave it no well, no and the, she had to, she in, had to tame the sword in seven first. she had to tame the sword but in seven samurai and in magnificent seven there's the farmer that is portraying the badass the the gunslinger but he's actually just a farmer and they gave that role to her she was the inexperienced one out of the group she had to learn her her technique well I don't think Han of the Thunder Sword had a great deal of experience no. he was young and kind of immature and yeah. uh. It was. It was an. I thought it was an interesting movie. I didn't. I didn't again, think it was an interesting. I just. It was a little. Had a little trouble holding my attention. Uh, yeah. When they start, yeah. we also had a short week. Let's be honest here. We had it was, a really short week. It was like a long fucking movie. Yeah. It and, doesn't help. I, I had to squeeze it into three days trying to. Okay, where did I leave off? Because. I I'm I had to sorry rebuy. You, I'm I had to rebuy. Sorry you fucking rented it. I had to rent it again and restart it again. It was free on Tubi. It was free on Tubi. Uh, didn't know that, but it wouldn't help because you can't go back on yeah, Tubi. Yeah, so oh, I, I guess you can if you if you sign up for an account. That's probably why I can go go back on it. I have an yes, account. I have an account. I'd have to remember my password. Yeah, I don't. I signed up like when we started this fucking thing. So yeah, four years, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, I'm probably gonna have to give this one a rewatch and, and give it a little bit more attention because Brian, you've you've definitely improved my attitude towards it or whatever so Aww. i was gonna say it was like an average one i really like sweetheart i really like donnie i like the concept behind it i wish they would have done more with the explanation of what all these swords. obviously there was a couple of key swords but all these swords had some yeah, yeah. They, and they i wish they would have oh, character the director is the one who came up with them all by the way 
Yeah, this is loosely based on the book that or the. It's not even really loosely. There was it's there was some character some names, names or are the same. Yeah, yeah some character, but he came up with all the swords. All right. Well, I was gonna say this was like a two and a half two and a half star uh, movie, but Brian's making it a three star review, or at least a three and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna star give it a three and a half. I'm giving it a three and a half. I thought it was. Thought it was well acted. I thought it was great. Maybe if you're in the mood for this one, give it a chance. I'm gonna give it a second watch. I liked Fu. Of course, who doesn't like Fu? That was Seven Swords. Little torturer gun, good. Let us know what you think. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All right. Needless to say, I didn't know where we were going after we got done with John Wick. I thought we might go back to the exploitation or the cult movies or something like that. And then Brian texts me like, "Hey, let's watch Wrath of Man," and I'm like, "Wait, the Wrath of Man with Jason Statham?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like. Okay. We're going vengeance. So flicks. for a Christmas present, I got a heist film. <clears throat> and a vengeance flick, too. This is a great one because it's a cross between a heist film and a vengeance flick. And it is directed by one of my all-time favorite directors, and that is Guy Ritchie. With a screenplay by Guy Ritchie, uh, Ivan Atkinson, and Marne Davies. It is based off of a French film called Les Co- uh, La Conveyor. Or Convoyer. Convoyer. I didn't want to say that because Brian will start snickering. <laughs> And it stars uh, Jason Statham, Holt Mc, uh, it's and I always pronounce his name wrong. Holt McCallany, Jeffrey Donovan, another one of my favorites. Josh Hartnett, Laz Alonzo, uh, Raul Castillo, Diobia uh, Oparai, Eddie Marzen, who is a standard in Guy Ritchie films, and Clint Eastwood's son Scott, who is the 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 kind of the big kind of the main bad guy in this almost. Oh, okay. And there was a couple. There was a couple takes where I was like, "Man, he looks like he really looks like Clint when he was young." But yes, you have an opening scene where, during the course of a uh, armored car robbery, the two drivers get killed, and uh, from there, uh, Jason Statham goes and joins up with this particular armored car uh, company as a security guard, and things kind of go from there. You kind of get the feeling that he's not your average. Uh, your average guy, and he proves himself by gunning down a bunch of guys who try to rob a an armored car. And through the uh, through the uh, um, kind of like flashbacks and stuff like that, the, the story's done really well. You find out that during that initial uh, armored car holdup, his son gets killed, and he gets shot down. And it turns out he's a really big criminal with a lot of juice. And uh, this turns goes from this turns into a heist film slash. Revenger. Revenge-O-Matic. Revenger. I thought it was very interesting that uh, this is my first Jason Statham film, by the way. Okay. Jason Statham this films are never like this. No, no. Really? They are crazy, nutty, direct-to-video, goofy action. Crank. Oh. Crank and uh, there was a, there was another one that was kind of like that, but it, it's this is not this is this is a gangster movie. Yeah. This is a crime film. Oh, uh, I did think it was funny that he just he barely passes his. Uh, he did not do. Yeah, he yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah. On no, I know that. I knew that because it's Jason Statham. When it's real shit, he shoots better. This fake uh, shit. <laughs> it's adrenaline. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that. I saw it coming. There was nothing that was surprising in this. No, what was what was surprising in this? What was a breath of fresh air, one might call it, 
was the way they told the story. Yes, this yeah. was very Tarantino. You you get you get the present day for a little bit, and then they take you back five years or three yeah, yeah, years yeah. or six months ago or yeah. something like that. And it's a very interesting way to tell You're the story. Not yes. sure of the time periods between things. And I I will say they threw enough red herrings. I thought. Especially when you got towards the end where you didn't know who the inside man at the armor car company yes. was. Yes. See, I assumed him the whole time. Unfortunately, I, he suffered from the economy of character to some degree because he's kind of a big actor. Yeah, well, so is Josh Hartnett. And, and, Josh was, and, and so is Eddie Marsden. I didn't even recognize that as Josh Hartnett. He, Josh Hartnett was fantastic. I didn't recognize this. him as, until later. I'm like, oh, shit, I know who that is. But Dave, right? Yeah, was, Dave. Swep, uh, Boy Sweat. Boy Sweat Dave. Oh, that was Josh Hartnett. Yeah, exactly. Wow, I thought that's who it was going to be. Because he was incompetent, and yes, because he, he was a little too too incompetent. Yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. he was he was he was a caricature. Yeah, he really was. Uh, I, till the end, it, just, the casting this was amazing. Uh, yeah, we should. Uh, uh, I mean, we had uh, Doctor. Uh, yeah. So uh, aside from the ones we've already named, Jeffrey Donovan, who was oh, one of my all time yeah, favorites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott Eastwood, Andy Garcia as the FBI agent who could really give a shit. He yeah. was looking to get some bad guys off the street, and he yeah. didn't care how they got. He was fantastic. Uh, oh, I loved him. Uh, you've got, uh, I can never, it's Babs. Mouse was in it for a brief second. Where? When they went to talk, what, what, he was in it. it. Towards the beginning, he was one of the, the I think you just have police. a crush on him. And so was uh, Dr. Mbeka. Well, Dr. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, Babs um, Ulus and Budu. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... Ulus and Mukun. I can never pronounce What's that What's the doctor's name, though, from... Mbeka. Mbeka. It's not Mbudu? No. <laughs> Uh, and 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 pop uh, sensation post Malone was the uh, the first bank robber to have all the tattoos on his face. Oh, the boy. guy I was glad he got shot. The guy who owns the One Ring paid two million dollars for a, the actual a, a magic card. No, there's a magic card one on one, and he put a two million dollar bounty on it. So whoever got it, he paid some guy two million dollars for it. I would have started buying magic cards if I would have known about this. There was only one of them, and it wasn't anywhere around here. Oh, I thought it was something that had to do with raising canes. I've been buying chicken nuggets like you would not fucking believe. You should look like it. <laughs> All those pimples. <laughs> so my cholesterol is at like 420. Who gives a shit? I was going to get $2 million out of it. Yeah. I cut myself. I don't even bleed anymore. <laughs> I just can grease comes out. <laughs> Fry, uh, fry grease, just. I really like this movie. I love this movie. I it was. Uh, I was about the middle of it, and I was like, I don't want it to end. I just want it to keep going. I want to keep killing people. Let's just go, Jason, because you're not going to die. I know that. Fuck, he didn't even. Wow, yeah, he did. He got busted up a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was great that he didn't kill the guy. No, did he? Yeah, he, Scott Eastwood. He, yeah, he yeah. killed Scott Eastwood. The yeah, act. yeah, liver, lungs. Yeah, oh, that was that's the whole right. Thing. He, yeah, he literally gave him the same wounds that his son suffered when yeah. he read that. He yes. made him read the autopsy report and stuff like that. It was kind of poetic justice. He, or he whatever. killed the guy. I'm like, wait. Oh no, I thought no. Uh, what's what his name? Uh, Bullet. He died. That that's what I thought was really interesting. Of the most interesting part of this movie is this: it starts off as you're kind of following Jason Statham, and then all of a sudden, it pivots. To the heist team. Yeah. And you find all their ex 
special forces guys and they're all idle and they're they hate their jobs and then they're robbing rich guys but then there's a fence involved and they start robbing trucks and and it kind of develops into like the the whole heist thing where you're putting the guys together and then it, it goes back together with statham and it becomes the revenger again i just i thought that was really well done yeah yeah and then he joins the and they should have figured they were going to get hit again if i had one argument is like are there that many armored car robberies in la like you know over a I mean, maybe there are. I don't know, but you know, and you're the stats guy or whatever. But is it? Are there? You know, like no. it would just seem like the like <laughs> one car, like one armored car company, gets robbed that many times just in like no. a couple of months. It's like just wow, no. just no. They, no, doesn't happen that much. Doesn't happen. Are you sure? Doesn't happen. Sure? And then it was funny when Statham's crew hit it. Oh, I. When he, he he's like they threw the tear gas in there and he's yeah. got the, the towel over his face and then he just takes it and they're like oh shit yeah. And then they run away. And then, like, the FBI guys yeah. were and they just ran away. <laughs> Brody Roy, they just ran away. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then, the what, six bullets, six deaths. <laughs> you, you scored 70% on your thing. Yeah. It's adrenaline. <laughs> exactly. Uh, when shit goes down, you just react. Yeah. Uh, I. You know what? It was a revenge. It was a heist. It was, uh, it was just a boatload of fun. The heist itself, it was a little. It wasn't. It wasn't a French heist. Let's put it this way, where there was, you know, you believed every step of the way on it and stuff. It was like, oh, there's these convenient tunnels that nobody since the 1950s knows about except us, and they're gonna think yeah. we're. I was like, boy, that's a little bit convenient, but still made for a good. Uh, it made for a good movie. Again, I love it when you get the the heist movie crossed with something like a heist movie and a zombie movie, or a heist movie and a revenger or something like that. This one was a lot of fun. Again, if you're if this is your first Jason Statham movie, this one was super tame compared to the rest of them. Oh, really? Well, there's usually a lot more martial arts too. Oh, yes, and there's usually, and a lot yeah. of knives and and, and, and there's a, usually a lot of goofy like. In the, oh, there's some weird. Yeah, there's a, there's some weird ones, like the one that was a juiced or what was it? Crank, one? crank, yeah. Where he's got to keep his heart rate going or else he die. And, oh, yeah. And then there's all the transporter movies. There's the Expendables yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That's the one where he uses the Expendables. Is the one where he's like the, the knife, knife guy. guy yeah. yeah. I've never watched an Expendables film. They're fun. Yeah. It's been one of those where I was always kind of like, eh. Yeah. The the fun part is they usually get a they get somebody you would not expect to be the bad guy. Yeah. Like it's it's uh, Van Damme or Steven Seagal was a bad guy in one of them, wasn't he? Or was Mel it, was Gibson. It? Mel Gibson was a bad guy in one of them. No, Seagal was a bad guy in Machete. Yeah, yeah. I was just reading he was the only... Uh, One not invited to the party. No, sorry. no the only um, host that Saturday Night Live almost fired. Yes, he was one of the worst. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, actually, legendarily, I think they consider him the worst host in, in the history of the 50-year history of the show or whatever. So. Yeah. Wow. I got sucked into... A worst host of Saturday Night Live. No, the Norm Macdonald, man. Every now and again, I get on a Norm Macdonald kick, and I just, I've seen them all. I watch them all again, and just, and he hits me every time. Yeah. He just is so fucking funny. He had great timing, and he's just so. And you never saw it. The Did you see the Conan O'Brien with uh, Courtney Thorne Smith? No. When she's talking about doing the movie with Carrot Top? No. What does this have to do with. Oh, nothing. <laughs> All right, so talk. Woo. So we can talk some amongst ourselves. What are we gonna rate Wrath of Man? 
You know what? This was a four-star film. I, I really loved it. I loved the storytelling. I loved... Um, Jason Statham? Uh, yeah, he was great in this. He didn't do anything. He's out wild chocolate hunting. <laughs> oh, it's only going to get weirder from here. Keith, what do you rate it? I give it three and a half. I liked it a little bit. I, I'm going to go with Brian. I'm going to say four stars on this one. If you like Guy Ritchie, if you like heist movies, if you like Revenge of Maddox, if you like Jason Statham, check this one out. Yeah. 